ladies, thanks for listening to the Her Podcast. My name is Holly Wright, and I'm the host and founder of the Her Podcast. We are a community, a nonprofit, a podcast, and just a social media media platform where we reach out to um, women all over the world and give them um, a voice to speak on this amazing show. So I'm just excited, and thank you so much for listening, subscribing, and following Um, our journey as we are growing. And I'm super excited because we are finishing up this topic for the month of May called Give It Up, where we're talking about things that we've had to give up, you know, in order to cause growth or for God to bring something new. So it goes hand in hand with sacrifices. And I'm just honored and excited to introduce you to today's guest speaker. We go way back. She is an old ministry friend um, that I met in Louisiana around college age years ago. So I'm excited to have her on the show today. Her name is Ale Cruz, and she is born and raised in Peru, but now lives in Denver, Colorado. So, hey, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me here. I'm really excited to get to spend some time and chat about stuff. <laughs> yes, I'm excited because I've just kind of been, I mean, we've known each other forever, and I've followed your journey on social media, and I'm so proud of you to see where you are today and just your heart for women and creative and um so why don't you tell the girls who are listening a little bit about who you are what you do we'll dive right in yeah um i am a creative director right now for a nonprofit. i started uh doing arts ever since i was little i mean i always did performings and things but i grew up in church i was a part of church always so it was a natural transition for me to go from high school to Bible school, which is where we met in Louisiana. And then um, just always went back and forth from being in and trying to do performing arts and or creative arts or all of that stuff. So it was a back and forth of if I do one thing, am I letting God down? If I do not do the other thing, am I letting myself down and therefore God? So it was a constant battle within myself until um, years ago where I started realizing, you know, if this is who I am and I'm taking ownership of it and God loves me. God made me this way and I'm going to now be creative and step into my strengths. And that's going to be inspire people to um, be a creative voice and live their lives creatively. So that's, that's um, where I am right now. I, I used to live in LA until January this year, but I moved to Denver with my husband. We just got married and we're starting our own creative um, production company. We do, podcast editing, video editing, and um, photography. So nice. So you are busy. Yeah, I'm excited and proud of you too. Congratulations on getting married. You're newlywed this year. And -hmm. just the creative people that you get to work with, you know, in the marketplace and social media. So I'm excited to see what that turns into. Um, it's been a journey. I will say we've had girl talk earlier before going on the show and just to kind of hear a little bit about your heart and what we both have kind of walked through, um, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to, you know, giving things up in order to go into the next season or um, to cause growth and giving up things is hard. Sometimes yeah. the little things are easy, but it's like those big things that are you're holding on to by by a string. And it's like as soon as you release that to God and and move forward, it's like something better comes. So that's Mm kind of what we're going to chat about. Um, Let's go back to, you know, you, you were in Peru in the ministry and then you moved to Louisiana where I met you about like seven, eight years ago. Um, Was there, what was one thing maybe in that time frame? obviously you had to give up moving from Peru to Louisiana, which is a huge jump. Louisiana is so small. (laughs) Um, 
what was one thing that was hard to give up maybe in the past, just like something that you held on to for so long, whether it was relationship, um, family issues, you know, just what was one, one thing that you can remember that really wrecked you, but it's like, as soon as you gave it up, like you saw so much fruit and freedom and, um, you received something better, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I left Peru to go to Louisiana. So I think the biggest thing for me to give up back then was just, um, family and friends. I moved to a place where I, I didn't know anybody. I couldn't even drive because in Peru, you can't, you're 18 so when mm-hmm. I tried to get a driver's license in the states they were like we need your so for my first year in Louisiana I couldn't drive and I couldn't get to places I couldn't do anything and I gave up just you know feeling like I'm at home to explore what God had for me and what I felt in my heart he was telling me to do back then and it, it was hard I, I had nights where I would cry in the bathroom you know I'd be like God why am I here I could have done something different, you know, but um, sticking through it, sticking to being away from my family, being alone, um, you know, doing my own laundry because I had never before and like budgeting my own money and all that stuff. I feel like so much that I wouldn't be where I am today, living still in the States, far away from my family and now starting my own family if I hadn't gone through that kind of growth because Latin people are very family oriented and it's not usually yeah like you don't leave your parents house until you get married right so Mm -hmm. I left at I saw life through a different lens and that I would have before and think leaving that leaving my country my culture you know sadly even when you leave your culture and you leave your country you, you experience a little bit of racism every so often yeah and that um, today I'm writing a novel called When My White Became Brown, because in Peru, I was very white for my mm. the the shades that I had there of people in my country. You know, I would call right. I was called Gasper in school in Peru and here I'm brown. So all of that um, letting go of, of who I was back there back then has has a big impact of, on who I am today. That's so awesome. I know. And to go through those sacrifices in that journey, you know, I always encourage girls that I meet, like, it's so it's, it's, you're, you're, you're in comfortability when you are sitting in the old, like when you're so comfortable, you know, right before you let go of something that, you know, you're supposed to walk into. And so many things come into play in that season of your life. But I think I, you know, letting go, I've, the past couple of years, I've had to let go of a lot of things personally in my own life, but it's like looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so getting used to this, to let go of something old, to walk into something new. And yeah. as you transition and go through so many seasons of growth, you'll get used to it. But that's just how, that's how it works. Because the thing is you can't stay in one season for your whole life. You can't stay in one moment and one, you know, cause then you'll never grow or stretch or yeah. become who you're supposed to be. And I think that's the beauty of it is just having faith to move forward. Um, if yeah. you could go back to LA, maybe like a few years ago, I know that you moved to LA for a hot second, um, and was in ministry at Mosaic for a minute. Um, if you could go back to her, you know, because obviously you went through a lot of transitions before you were married and yeah. in the creative bubble. But 
what are three things that you would tell Ale maybe a couple years ago if you could go back to that moment and encourage her as the girls are listening what are three key points or just three things that you would encourage the girls you know who are going through so much transition I know that COVID's been crazy you know relationships and family and people moving but what are three things that really helped you move forward yeah I think the first thing and it's a a mantra I I lived with with a long time was I don't have to be perfect I just have to be me yeah that's good that was really hard for me to to grasp that concept because I was the perfect Christian girl Mm -hmm. and I I knew that God was telling me I could be free and I thought I thought I was free then, but I didn't really knew what that meant. And, and so what, what I mean by that is like, sometimes I wanted to do something like, like I mentioned to you before when we were talking, like post a dance video and then I was asked to take, take it down because it looked too provocative or the, the lyrics are of the song. And I'm like, but I don't care about the lyrics. I'm dancing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I never really allowed myself to just be me and know that God loves me by being me because I, I had to live by this standards of this is who the perfect Christian girl is. And, mm-hmm. and there's no perfect Christian person because we're all humans. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't see that. I couldn't really, I, I could, I could give that grace to other people, but I couldn't give it to myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to, I had to, I had to say that to myself. I repeated it to myself all the time. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be you. Including mm-hmm. that, um, when, when then comes the next one that I would say number two would be um, simple, sincere, and direct. I would say it was another mantra I would repeat to myself too because it was so hard for me to say no. I could mm-hmm. never say no. So I would go, I would create this beautiful story about why I was saying no sometimes, you know, like it's because I have this and that and this and that. And, and there was a point in my life where God was like, you don't have to excuse yourself. You know, it's a, it's okay for you to say, no, I can't serve today or no, I can't watch your kids today. You know, it's just, it's fine. And so you just be simple, be sincere. You know, I really need rest today. It's okay to be direct about the fact that you need rest that you need to love yourself or that you want to go to the movies tonight you know yeah and you really love someone but you 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 can't do that for them at this moment and I just yeah. was, I, I I won't say it's because of the church environment but just as a, as a leader and person I grew up in ministry I was a people pleaser and I had to learn to not just even when saying no I was trying to still be liked or still do it the right way you know so yeah Simple learning boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. That that's it. That was a big mantra for me. And then the other one would just be that I would just tell myself, you know, it's okay to go to the dark spaces sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I was so afraid of questioning God or questioning my beliefs or questioning people and, and, and because I would feel like when that would happen, I would realize that I hadn't done with my life what I wanted to do with my life. And it would take me to such a dark place where I would just be like, I, I couldn't have wasted my life for so many years. So so I'm going to ignore what I'm feeling and who I really think I need to be and just keep going, you know. And yeah. it, that led me onto a path of just years and years of not really exploring who I really was because I just had that. I, and I think allowing myself to 
to go to those spaces where I had questions and I would sit down with my journal and cry and literally yell at God. There, I have some pages that go like, I'm yelling at God, sorry, but I'm mad. You know, like that's what mm-hmm. my journals entry are like for like a couple of years of my life because I had to go there and I felt guilty sometimes of like talking to God that way. And I remember very tenderly one day inside of me, like, listen, if you feel guilt about asking questions, then that means you've had the wrong belief for so long. Because mm-hmm. you, you, I am here for all the questions. I am fear, here for all of who you are. So mm-hmm. don't feel guilty to just come and yell at me. Just come and yell at me, you know, like yeah. come to that space because there's no guilt in my love. And if somebody mm-hmm. ever made you feel like because you questioned me, you should feel guilty, then that person's wrong because yeah. I am all love. But those three things, I think, changed my life, let, helped me let go of, of who I was to become who I really am. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's good. And I love what you said, too, just learning to say no, that is like a huge boundary that I think every girl deals with, you know, yeah. um, by the way you're raised, whether you were in ministry, whether, um, you know, you were in a relationship, whatever mm-hmm. it looks like, but um, saying no is healthy. And that's something that I've had to learn the hard way is because when you are raised a certain way and taught a certain way and forced to do something kind of like what you, you know, all we kind of really knew was ministry. And then, you know, we had to... Yeah go through a season of figuring out who we are, what's our purpose, what we're supposed to do, what we're called to do. And then now that it looks different, um, having those boundaries. And I think that's something that girls that we really struggle with. I mean, I used to feel so bad saying no, and then I would just be exhausted or run over and doing things for so long that I didn't want to do. So I think boundaries is, is healthy. Those are, you know, boundaries is not to keep you from living your life and doing all these things. It's really just a bit like a a protection, you know, it allows you to do your life because you're free. Yeah. And I think that's something that girls really struggle with too, because we don't really talk about it. It's kind of like you, you're either really good with boundaries. You're either too good and you have all these boundaries and it's, and you have all these walls up or you have no boundaries and you're completely run over. But I think that there, there's, there's a time and a place and you got to really know yourself to set those healthy boundaries, if that makes sense. Um, but I guess my next question for you is, you know, we've, we've had to give up a lot of things. What is, what is, um, one thing that you did give up and you immediately, as soon as you let it go, you immediately saw fruit or something amazing took place, whether that was, you know, your husband or a job thing. Was there ever one, you know, one moment in your life where it's like, as soon as you let it go, boom, something happened. Um, I do. And funnily enough is um, it comes along with like church affection. So I would say perfect church girl. And Mm -hmm. that would be because um, I'm a three and I'm a performer. And so if be the best church girl you could ever find. And Mm -hmm. so that, that led me to become someone I wasn't, it wasn't true. It wasn't me. And so when I let go of that and I said, I spoke, I spoke to my leadership and I said, I'm not going to serve anymore. And sadly, that wasn't taken the right way, but I just wanted to, you know, stop being perfect is what I wanted to do. Yeah. And so I, I stepped away from leadership. I, and 
I let that go. And I, I said, you know, God, I'm going to listen to what you say before I listen to what you tell somebody else. Like you can speak to the pastor and that's amazing, but why don't you just speak to me? You know, I'm going to take away the intermediate people between me and God and the intermediate voices. And it's just going to be me and you. And I know that's not the perfect way I was raised to do it, but I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, I, yes, I lost a lot of people in my life. My people, God gave me the most amazing friends, the most amazing friends that became family. And it took time. It took time yeah. that they, they arrived. And, but he gave me my husband and I was telling you this, but I, had I not done that, I wouldn't have him because he is such, he loves God in such a pure way that he's not concerned about religion or image or, you know, serving or appearances at church. He's just concerned about showing people love mm-hmm. and walking with the goodness of God. That's all he cares about. And so the way I met him was in an app and an app I hadn't joined had I been still in the church because I would have been too embarrassed to tell mm-hmm. people that I didn't meet my husband at church. So I joined this app because I was like, okay, well, it's been a year and a half of me healing, of growing, and I'm going to join this app. And just like that, he he came around. We were in our third day, and we we sat in front of the sunset in, I think it was Santa and we just sat at the beach looking at the sunset and um, I started crying because when I let go of all this perfectionist religion thing I started experiencing God through things like nature like beauty and I started crying with the sunset and I'm a crier so I cried and I we we had that was the first conversation we ever had about God and he was just like something along the lines of like isn't it beautiful how we can just see God in nature and I was like Mm -hmm. he's the one you know, like it was just, <laughs> He's my husband. <laughs> yeah, like we can go to church in nature. We can go to God when we're hiking. You know, it was just a different experience I had been searching for. But I wouldn't have found it if I still wanted to be the perfect church girl. Because I would have had, I would have needed the perfect church man. And in the long run, that would have deteriorated our marriage. Because that's not who I really was. Or who I really, who God really created me to be. So, yeah. um that would I say would be the biggest thing that I let go of that gave me the most rewards spiritually, career wise, and I mean love gave me the yeah. of my of my life. So yeah, yeah, that's so good. And I love just the journey that you had to go through because we had talked about this on the phone earlier. It's just like going through those seasons where you really have to be isolated, not isolated, but stripped down and really you almost have to lose a lot of things before you gain the good things. And I've had to walk through that personally is like losing all the wrong things so God can put in place the right things. And kind of like, you know, what I had said earlier to you, like sometimes the journey is really long, but it doesn't, it's the right journey. And sometimes you have to detox and get rid of, you know, the unhealthy friends, the relationships, the distractions, distractions is huge because um, you know, it affects our vision and where we're going. And so Um, sometimes, you know, we have to go through those seasons and, you know, God never leaves us hanging. He's always there and he's always going to give you something better. But I think letting go of the old and not hanging on to it so you can receive the good things is so important too. Um, I guess my last question as we wrap up the podcast with you, Ale, you know, moving forward, you're married, you're in the creative world, you're killing it on social media. I love all your dances and stuff. It's so inspiring. (laughs) 
Um, what are a few things that you can encourage the girls, you know, moving forward that help you stay focused with your vision, not get distracted, um, to make healthy friends, to just be alert of the things that in your life that help you become better, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, one practical thing I'll say is there's this book that so much that I would encourage everybody I meet to read it. And it's called Falling Upward by Richard Rohr. Okay. Um, he has a, he has a very universal to, to God and spirituality, but the first page or the introduction, maybe not the first page that I read when I picked it up said, if you think you're crazy, no, you're not alone. That's why you're reading this book. And that's yeah. how I had felt for a long time. And it changed my life. And then the other thing I'd say is um, just learn. It's okay to to allow yourself to be alone, to allow yourself. To, you know, if you ha- you're going through a season where you you feel like you need to lose all your friends because they're not helping you be who you truly are, mm-hmm. it's okay. You know, just allow yourself to to go through seasons that are uncomfortable, that 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 will hurt a little bit because on the it, it won't last forever. I promise you when I was in it, I thought it was going to last forever and it won't. And it's going to be so freeing on the other side because you're going to be true to who you are and that's the best thing you can do and then I think the last thing would be just live creatively you know everything God is God created this whole universe and that means be be creative in your spirituality it doesn't have to look like the next person next like the person next to you it doesn't have your devotional doesn't have to be every single morning if it doesn't work or it doesn't have to be what you were taught yeah exactly exactly you know like for me right now it it my my time with God it's meditation and coffee and it's the best thing for my soul and you know if 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 God for you shows up in a different way then be creative I know for a fact trust me and if I'm wrong I'll go to hell one day I'm kidding but you know like (laughs) I know for a fact that God wants you to experience him in a different way he doesn't want everybody to experience him the the same way so just be creative in your spirituality in your job in your love life you know if it if one thing's not working for you then be creative try something different or try not dating for a little while whatever it is you know just life is about doing things what the way it's right for you and your soul and your spirit and not the way it's right for the system or the religion or the per- the people around you even, you know? Yeah. What works no, for me. So good. Yeah, what works for me doesn't work for my husband. And we know that. And that and that's fine, you know. I can I wake up and I don't like to get right away. I like to just roll around and it that that's how I am. And he's always ready to do tasks. He gets up and he's like, okay, we got to clean. We got to, I'm like, uh-uh. Like, you go, <laughs> go do your stuff and then come back to me in a little bit. So, and, and I think that's just because we are all creative beings and mm-hmm. we are here to do life in different ways so that we can see the greatness and God and his inspiration. And I just tell people to, all the girls, to just be creative with every cell of your life because that's going to allow you to be the most you, the most yourself than anything else. Yeah, that's so good. And I love everything that you said too because I, I think it's so important to figure out one, who you are and how you're wired and how you work. And, and like you said, just be creative because, you know, life is not, we're not supposed to be exactly like somebody else or cookie cutter and, and religion and all that stuff. I think 
being vulnerable and honest in your authentic self is so powerful because everyone is called to something different. Everyone has different gifts and talents is wired differently, you know, and I just think, you know, that, that to me is the beauty of how God created us. You know, we're not supposed to be exactly like someone else. We're supposed to stand out and be different. So I love your mindset and creativity when it comes to spending time with God or just doing life with people. It's so important. And to make healthy friends, you know, knowing who you are and make, making, having boundaries and making healthy friends who make you better. That's so important too, because it'll save you so much time having to give up all these things, you know, in order to receive new things. Um, But thanks so much for sharing your heart on the podcast. I'm just excited for you and, and to see your journey. Ladies, make sure you follow her on Instagram. She'll be on our Instagram stories as well as our Instagram page. If you're in Denver, Colorado, connect with her. Um, If you're a creative, like to dance production, make sure you hit her up and she'd love to connect with you. But Allie, I'm just super proud of you. God's been doing some crazy things and the journey that we've walked through compared to when we met years ago, so much growth and it's cool to see where you are and where I am. And we're on this podcast show together eight years later and it's just, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to see all the things that you're doing too and inspiring so many women. I know I've been I've listened to your podcast before, so I'm grateful and I'm grateful to see, you know, where you are now and so excited for what all of this is going to be and what, you know, her is just going to be, I think, such an amazing and bigger. So I'm just I'm grateful to be a tiny piece of the whole puzzle. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, that means so much to me. And thank you for being on. Ladies, thank you for listening to the Her Podcast. Like I said, follow her on Instagram. Connect with her if you're in Denver. And um, we're going to be kicking off a brand new topic for the month of June. So stay tuned for that. We release a new episode every single Monday live with a new guest speaker. So make sure you follow us on Instagram or Twitter at The Her Podcast. um, And stay tuned for next week.